0: It's time to start living a spiritual AF life. Get cozy. The conversation is starting now. Happy Valentine's Day. And whether or not you have a special someone in your life, I know that you are going to have an amazing day today full of incredible love and hopefully maybe some sweet treats because girlfriend, you deserve it. So today I'm really going to be talking to you about spiritual challenges that you might be facing and also solutions on how to overcome these. So right now I have about six challenges, which include the doubts that you feel um, when it comes to your spiritual side. We're going to go deep into that, into the fears, balance, loneliness, spiritual overload, and also navigating those secret necessities and signs because I know that can drive some of us crazy. So I am ready to dive in and I hope that you are too. So let's get started. Number one is doubt. This is one of the most common spiritual challenges that people face. And believe me, it was my number one as well. So you might have doubts when it comes to questioning your beliefs, your experiences, or even finding conflicting teachings. I've been there, done that with all of these doubts, because when I first started, it was like, oh my gosh, like, is this really the truth? Is it really not the truth? You know, how come everybody says so many bad things about spiritual stuff, and especially the New Age movement? I know that you hear a lot of those things out there saying that, oh no, this is ungodly, and this is like, you know, bad for you, because it can, you know, open you up to bad things, and it has, you know, um, philosophies with inside of spirituality that go against God. You know, and one of them that's really coming up to me that someone had talked about one time was, wow, thinking that you are God is very egotistical and it goes against God. And it is also dangerous thinking because if everybody in the world felt like they were God, like this would be a very scary and horrible place and almost like gave me this feeling as well. Like, who are you to think that you are God? And this was coming from someone who is in the organized religion belief system. And I know that I did not have the mental capacity to really explain it to them because I feel it's almost like, if you know, you know, if you get it, you get it. And I'm like, wow, but I think of it from a completely different standpoint because I am saying that I am a speck of the divine. I am a speck of God. I am a part of God. And I believe that's also in the Bible too, that we were created in his image and all these other things, right? So I had a lot of this back and forth and these doubts within my beliefs. And it's like, wow, like, is there any merit to some of these things that people say about bad things, about, you know, the spiritual side and, you know, the new age movement? So it set me down a lot of rabbit holes trying to figure out what was going on here and what I ended up finding, and I'll give you some more solutions here in a second, but what I ended up finding, though, is that each one of us has our own experiences here in the world all right. So some of us are going to have exposure and experiences that another person will not have and cannot understand because we are sent down here to have our own unique individual experience. So almost think about it this way as God, the creator, the divine is this big, bright light, and you're just a really little small speck. We are all God, but we're all little baby specks. It's like almost like God wanted to have a little play date and thought that earth was fun. So then he just kind of dispersed himself until a little millions of freaking pieces and we are one of those pieces but we came here to have diversity came here to have different kinds of exposures to different things and one thing that i will bring up too is during the pandemic was a very very clear example of this because I would be talking to people who had one kind of experience, like everybody is horrible in the pandemic and everybody is like depressed and sad and everybody's gaining weight and, or whatever it is. And it was very, very negative that they seen that happened during the pandemic. And I would listen to their stories and I'm like, oh my God, yes, I, that is horrible because they're seeing, you know, neighbors beating up on neighbors. They're seeing people steal and cheat and they're seeing like maybe abuse or whatever that's happening behind those doors it was insane and I'm like oh my god that is so incredibly crazy because I do not see that that has not been my experience and so during the pandemic I seen a lot of people coming together I seen a lot of people sharing love and giving away things and I'm like oh my god This is literally so incredibly crazy that we all have each individual unique experiences. And so that is going to be the very first solution to bring to yourself if you are having any spiritual doubts. And that is you are here for your own unique experience. And so you may see things different than other people. And that is okay. That is 100% all right. So if something does not resonate with you, that's okay. If something does, then it's true. And this also will help you too with getting a little bit more confidence because there is so many conflicting teachings out there. And there is a lot of conflicting um, information out there. A lot has to do with like the Bible and other, you know, philosophies and teachings and stuff like that, and then how they were interpreted and then how those people are interpreted. So if you think about it, there's many, many, um, interpretations of the Bible and it goes back for so many generations and everything. And then how the terminology used or used to not be, um, said and those kinds of things. So there is going to be a lot of that. And one of the great examples of that is going to be angels. So if you look at angels, you'll be like, oh, okay, Archangel Michael is for this and Raphael is for that. And you might go down this line, but then when you Google it, it's like, wait, 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 what's going on? Like how many freaking archangels are there? Are there seven? Are there 11 angels? Are there 13? Wait a second, is Ariel part of this? Is Raphael, I didn't see him there. What about Zadkale? What about him? Okay, what about Metatron? I haven't seen him in a while. Believe me, when I first started teaching my angels classes and everything else, I was right there in the same boat with you. I was like, okay, which one is right? And the thing is, is that they're all right in their own respective places. And so it's not really up to us to really know everything about every single thing. Like that is literally impossible. We can do our homework and try our best. But the thing is, there's going to be conflicting teachings out there because it kind of goes back to my next point. We each have individual experiences um, and we are meant to have that. So we are meant to come up against things that conflict with our beliefs or conflict with what we thought. And then it is up to us to either do the research or for us to tune in to find out what is right For us, so right now I have and will always think of Metatron as the archangel that helps me organize. Like, that is my truth. I don't care what the Bible says, I don't care what Google says, I don't care about any of that. I know that is what he helps me out with, and that is what I teach. Okay, and he's also really big at taking geometry and things like that. So it's almost like you can create your own rules throughout your self doubt. So it's like, okay. When I first started teaching classes and everything else, it's like, oh my God, I have to make sure that I am accurate. I have to make sure that I am perfect. I have to make sure that I know everything inside and out and I did all my research. And guess what? Sometimes I would still have not had went as deep as I should have or could have, you know? And, you know, at that time, I had the amount of information that I needed. And that is okay. Because if someone would come up to me, they're like, oh, Heather, you said this, but what about that? And I didn't know about that. That is awesome. That's a learning opportunity. Every single teacher, mentor, guide, whatever you have, is not perfect because we are human. So that means we might have forgotten to say something. It might mean that we accidentally, you know, left that part out or something along those lines. Or maybe you found something and it came across your desk and has not yet come across your mentor, or your teacher's desk. Or maybe it did actually come across their desk and they learned it and stuff like that, but it didn't apply to them, but it's applying to you. And one of those examples is, is when I was training with Lisa Williams, who is an amazing, amazing, famous psychic medium. Oh my gosh, to be able to have her. Abilities, And she's probably been doing it longer than I've been alive, right? But anyways, she is the one that helped me see that when I got headaches during and after readings, it was because I wasn't allowing the information to come through in my crown chakra. However, one of my other mentors had told me it was because I wasn't truly connecting. And that did not resonate with me. I was like, no, I know I'm truly connecting, but I'm still getting this headache. But I had to learn from a different teacher and she's the one that taught me that. So it's not that my other mentor was bad or she sucked or anything like that. It was just that that hadn't been her experience yet. And maybe now, since that happened to me and I found that out, maybe she has helped some of her other students say, hey, well, this could also be a possibility. So just kind of let yourself off of the hook a little bit with your self-doubt. Definitely research anything that you're really having doubts with. That's gonna be like the number one thing. And, you know, a lot of us, I think, go through this awakening process where we kind of doubt a lot. Like, am I thinking the right way? Like, am I going crazy? You know, are these really things really happening to me? And the biggest thing is to research it too, because you're going to find out that you're not the only one that's going through this and you are not going crazy. Okay. So the biggest thing here is going to be, be true to you with your doubts. Now, if you are someone that's maybe honing in on your intuition, your psychic or mediumship abilities, and you're having doubt, I hate to tell you this, but practice is going to help you. Because what's going to happen is that the more and more that you practice, you are going to be able to get more confidence because you're going to realize, oh, there's something else here. Like, there is something else. This can't just be coincidence on top of coincidence on top of coincidence. I used to do that, too. And then I used to be like, oh, okay, you know, I'm I'm connecting to somebody and I'm getting this and that. Well, maybe I got that because, you know... Whatever. I don't I can't even think of anything right now. The only thing I can think of right now was when I was practicing doing this photo reading with my friend. Um, and he gave me a reading, like, he gave me a photo to read of this guy. And I just remember thinking, like, oh my gosh, like he's so violent. Like I feel like he's abusive. I feel like maybe he was even abusive father and stuff. And I remember at the time, you know, sending it out to my friend. And I was thinking, oh, oh my gosh, maybe I'm just thinking that because this guy is Asian and he kind of reminds me of a ninja. And then all the ninjas inside the movies are very violent so maybe that's the reason why that I was picking that up but no that's not the reason why I was picking it up because I don't think of ninjas and violence every time I see an Asian person so sorry if I'm not being politically correct right now I'm just trying to get a point across right but come to find out that man was very abusive so you know when you keep on doing that and you keep on getting that information it's all of a sudden you're going to be like okay there's way too much evidence here it can't be anything else (laughs) and other people in your life, too, are going to make you doubt yourself. That's a reason why it's very important not to share things with overcritically people or people who are overly skeptics or very judgmental people. That is the reason why that you have to get a community for you to be able to have a sounding board, someone that you can trust, someone that you can talk to, somebody that is not going to judge you and who's going to understand where you're at. Now I do have, you know, my free Facebook group that you can go in at any time and you can talk and you can vent and we're there for you, okay? So definitely keep that in the back of your mind, especially if you're getting any kind of those doubts, we're here for you. We've all been through it. They call it an awakening because it's almost like your spiritual awakening is like waking up from like a really crazy dream and you're just like, is this real? And then you're kind of finding other people that went to the same thing. And then you're like, wow, life is not what I thought it was. I thought it was, life it was just like, where you just had to wake up every day, hope that life doesn't punch you too hard and stuff like that. But when you wake up spiritually, you're like, oh my God. The truth is, is that the earth is your playground and you are meant to play and to have fun in this life. You are not meant to just like roll with the freaking punches and then just, you know, hopefully, you know, you don't die young and whatever, you know? So um, I hope that you're understanding what I'm saying because we're going to move on to number two which is fear. So people have a lot of fear as a spiritual challenge. So fear of the unknown, fear of failure, fear of judgment. The fear of judgment is probably worse than everything, right? And I've had all of these things too, because when I first opened up, you think that you're a scaredy cat? Like, are you a scaredy cat? Because no, I was a freaking scaredy cat. I am scared of everything. I've been scared of ghosts since I was little. and I didn't even believe in them, but I was scared- like my pants off. Okay. Cause I remember one time my sister was in the bathroom and she was doing her hair. And I don't even know how old I was. I was probably like six or seven years old or something. And I heard her call my name and and we were the only ones that are awake. It was like five o'clock in the morning or whatnot. And she was, by the way, she was doing like the eighties hair, you do you know I'm talking about like with the big bangs and she had a big perm and everything else like that and so I knew that if I knocked on the door and interrupted my sister while she was doing that she would kill me um but I heard her call my name so I'm like oh hey sis like I know you called my name well guess what she didn't call my name and she like like went off on me about interrupting her and stuff like that. And I I don't know if she beat me up or not. She might have. <laughs> and I remember that was like the last time I ever got up early, okay? Because I was like, I heard my name called and all I could think of was, um what is that name of that old show, Tales from the Crypt Keeper? You know, with that skull guy, you know I'm talking about? Like he has a skeleton face or whatever. He was a skeleton. Anyways, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I seen flash in my mind's eye. So I was like, I'm never ever waking up again, you know, like early again. And so I know how fearful that I was. So when I opened up in my 30s, oh my God, I was just like, okay, angels get around me. Okay, I was watching like Doreen Virtue stuff like on repeat. And I had all of everything that I could possibly have to protect myself. And so... The truth is, is that it's nothing to be fearful of, okay? And it's so funny, too, because it's like there's way more good out there in the world than there is bad. It's like the good things will always outweigh the bad things. And if you think of all the bad things, there's an equal and even better good reaction. I will promise you and guarantee you that there is more love and light on this earth than there is the opposite. Now, there is some bad stuff, and I'm not talking about spirits. I'm talking about bad people, bad juju, and all those things. But honestly, with whatever you focus on is what you're going to get. More, more of and I want to give you two acronyms for the word fear just to help you um, embrace it a little bit more so fear can mean um, face everything and rise f-e-a-r so are you going to do that embrace the fear and do it anyways or are you going to f-e-a-r forget everything and run Now, I tell you what, the people who embrace the fear and rise up and do the first one, they're the ones that are going to have the best freaking life, okay? They're going to get outside of the comfort zone and they are going to start living a life beyond their wildest dreams. Now, I was literally just in a session the other day with somebody and they're like, oh my gosh, Heather, I can't believe that you're somebody that you know lacks in self-confidence and things like that and self-worth. Oh, I had all those issues. I have gotten better. I am not perfect with it yet. But it's like, it was so hard for me to keep on embracing the fear and doing it anyways. But I just kept on feeling a little bit guided to just do one more step, do one more step because I had a feeling it was going to lead me to a better life. And it did. And I remember, and maybe you can think back on a time in your life when you did this, but I was so scared of like leaving my first husband and I remember being like, oh, my God, this is like a death of a, a death of a marriage. It's like a death of like hopes and dreams that I had when I married him um, very innocently at 18. And so it was like, oh, my gosh, but I cannot imagine my life now if I didn't have and if I didn't embrace that fear and do it anyways. And then the same thing with opening up to my gifts. It was like, I was so incredibly scared sitting there for my first time at a psychic mediumship circle. And I am like, oh my God, all these people are connecting and all these people can see ghosts and I can't see ghosts. And where are they? And are they going to get me? Are they going to follow me home? Like, what is happening? Like, am I really connecting? Am I not connecting? Like, am I just making crap up? Is everybody going to think that I'm just a fraud? If you are in my academy, or if you're somebody who has attended development circles, tell me if you've ever felt this way, because I was 100% that way. I'm making it up. And then it's like, oh my gosh, they're going connect to my energy do they know what about me like are they mind readers what else do they know like oh my god I don't want them to know about this you know but just let that all go okay just let all of those fears go once you start going down your spiritual path it's going to make more sense so The kind of the solution right now is be okay with that fear. Keep on walking your path, embrace it, and just keep on trusting that answers are going to come to you, okay? And they're going to come to you when they're supposed to. Not my rules. That's according to the divine. Now, you also might have the fear of judgment, which is a huge freaking fear. Like I had started building my spiritual business basically with all strangers because I did not want anybody I knew to know what I was doing, because I was not ready to let them know yet. And so it was so funny, because I would just be like, you know, sharing things on Facebook pages, I would make sure that everything was blocked on my personal page. I was like, I don't want anybody to know. I remember when words started getting out. I remember the first time that I accidentally posted something to my personal page. And then I was like freaking out about it. I totally understand that. And in the beginning, the solution is going to be for you to only share it with people who are like you in a spiritual community, because you're, you're way too vulnerable when you first wake up um, to be able to fight those battles by yourself. But I promise you, you are going to get strong enough where you are going to be able to come head to head with people who don't feel the same way as you. OK, now, one thing that's going to help out a little bit, it only helped me out a little bit, but that is other people are allowed to think and to believe and to preach about whatever they feel is true to them. Whether it's going to be the Tao Te Ching, the Bible, you know, the Book of the Dead, whatever that they believe in. You know, no matter what religion, they're able to believe it. And you are given that exact same right as well. So that means that you can believe on whatever that you want to believe in. But just like if a, you know, newborn Christian was face-to-face with an atheist, you know, they might start getting self-doubt. They might start having anxiety and things like that because they're like, I don't know everything. Like maybe I haven't read all the Bible yet and things like that. So it's like, give yourself a little bit of slack. You're still new, you're still growing. You're still walking down your spiritual path and it is okay that you don't know everything. All right, so some things that are going to help you out with overcoming the fear is going to be learning about what the fear means to you. Like, where did this come from? That also might help out a little bit too. So some of my fears come from, you know, my family kept on saying that there was no ghosts and they didn't live and that they weren't real, okay? But once I started reading more about earthbound spirits and stuff like that, I realized, oh my gosh, I'm thinking that every single earthbound spirit is a freaking demon from like the devil and it's not. You know, found spirits are often just past loved ones who didn't cross over the other side for whatever reason. And they may be grumpy and they may not be grumpy. You know, so that is like so funny. So learning a little bit about your fear or learning that, oh, it's not even your fear. It's your family's fear. That's what your mom thought. That wasn't from you. Or maybe you did have a freaking experience that freaked you the F out, right? And if that's the case, With a professional or someone that you trust, I do invite you to go back to that time to be able to see why you are so fearful. Do you look at it at a different lens now since you're older? You know, maybe you can see from a different perspective. Maybe you can try hypnotism, you know, maybe that'll help get hypnotized. See if that helps you out doing some automatic writing around it, getting some therapy around these fears, and then seeing what happens maybe in a past life regression, because as we've known, sometimes our fears are not even based inside of this lifetime, but they're based in other lifetimes. All right. And so doing some self-compassion exercises, talking to yourself in the mirror, you are going to become your own best friend as you go down your spiritual path. And that is because going down your spiritual path is basically leading you back to yourself. (laughs) Isn't that so incredibly crazy? But if you think about it too, with all like the spiritual woohoo stuff, it's all about like, Ooh, what does this card mean to you? And then it's all about, Ooh, astrology. What does the star say about you? Because we are the stars. We are God. We are everything. And so it's almost like learning about the depths of you as you go forward into your spiritual journey. And there there's nothing wrong with that and it just freaking like boggles my freaking mind that people are like this is evil this is horrible that's new age crap and it's like I'm literally learning about myself and who I am and when that happens you become more confident you become more assertive you have better boundaries you become happier you're able to be a better person for other people you're able to give more compassion because you have a little bit more energy to give and so another thing with that fear and to overcome it too is getting some kind of mentor or a partner as well to help you off the ledge when you need it, all right? So that could be a community. It could be just a friend, like kind of like how I had my friends send me pictures every day and then I would connect with them and stuff like that. But somebody to bounce that ideas off of, it kind of is like this. Have you ever had a really scary dream and you wake up and you're like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And you are just scared from head to toe. I know I'm not the only one that's had this happen. But once you start talking about the fear, all of a sudden things change. It becomes less scary. You get rid of the anxiety. And then sometimes you might even start thinking like, wait, why was I even scared of this dream? Like that is nuts. It was just a dream. But at first, like you were still so scared. You still have all those emotions around it. And that's kind of like the same thing that I'm talking about with here. Okay, so definitely getting a mentor, partner, a community, that is going to help out a lot. And just knowing that you are not crazy at all. You are exactly where you're meant to be. And just don't let the fear stop you, okay? Because remember, you can face everything and rise or you forget everything and run. And I hope that you rise. All right, let's go on to number three, which is Balance. This is like the big talk of the town right now. How in the world do we manage our spiritual side with our human side? I don't have enough time to meditate. I don't have enough time to pull a card. I don't have enough time to do my ritual. I forgot about the new moon and the full moon ceremony I needed to do. You guys, I've talked about it before. I'm talking about it right now again. Guess what? They're not separate and you don't have to keep them separate. Going ahead and doing a meditation practice in the morning and at night and in between and stuff like that is perfect. That is great. If that is working for you, honey, keep on going with your bad self, okay? If you can pull yourself a card every day and do some ceremonies and you can do them like clockwork, then my hat goes off to you because... I don't do it. And I wish that I could do it sometimes, but whatever. What I do is what I invite you to do, which is talk about spirit all throughout your day. Your spiritual life is intertwined within you. And I'm just going to start with the solutions right now to have balance between your spiritual side and your human side is the number one thing is going to be mindfulness. You have to be more mindful throughout your day. You can't just like sit and be mindful for five minutes or 10 minutes in the morning and then just be on autopilot and just be sucked back into the dream. Think of it this way. Your life is a dream right now. You are in a dream state. You are playing this character in a dream. I am Heather and I am in your dream right now. And so what happens though, is that we get sucked into the dream, which is like, oh, we're getting sucked into like the problems of our friends and the problems of our neighbors. And we're getting sucked into all this stuff that has to do with, you know, money and finances and earthly stuff. And everybody keeps on freaking making a mess. And my stress is so much and I'm going to freaking lose it right now. If something doesn't freaking change that is getting sucked back into the dream. For anybody who actually knows how to control their dreams like I have, which is called lucid dreaming, you will know that sometimes it's harder to control some dreams than others because you'll get sucked back into the dream. And that's what I'm talking about. So we want to get you to not get sucked back into the dream of life. It's going to happen. But the more mindful you are, then the more you can catch yourself, then falling back into that dream state every day. And that's going to be getting yourself off of autopilot. Stop stressing out about all of the nitty gritty details. Stop trying to handle everything by yourself all throughout the day. I can't even tell you how many times that I pray to God every single day. I I probably pray at least a hundred times. I don't even know, probably about five, six times a freaking hour. And I am doing that constantly all throughout my day. By the time I wake up every single morning, when I wake up, thank you, God, thank you, God, please help me have this be a wonderful day. God, please help me like, and then, I think about whatever I'm feeling at the time, which is usually like my body's really tight and stuff like that. Please give me the energy to freaking stretch my body. You know, please give me some more patience today, whatever it is that I need. And then I start off by thanking God for my coffee, you know, and then I do grat- uh, gratitude inside of my planner that I do. And then it just snowballs, but I'm always completely mindful, or I try to be, and I try to get off autopilot. And then any time that I have to make a decision, or any time it's a decision bigger than what I think I can make, then I always reach out to spirit, send me signs. I'm constantly always looking for signs, and a lot of times I don't get signs, because you know why? There's no guidance to give me. I'm doing good. I only get signs when it's time for me to slow down, speed up. But like, anytime that I want to, like maybe invest in something, I'm asking for signs, I'm pulling cards and things like that. that. Go ahead and keep a card deck in your purse if you need to. Or if you don't have room, then go ahead and just take the guidebook. So take the guidebook out of one of your card decks and then put it in your freaking back pocket or in your purse. And anytime that you have doubt, then go ahead and say, okay, God, I need some advice right now. What do you have to say to me? And then open up the book. It used to be called Bible dipping, but this is going to be Oracle card or tarot card um, dipping. And then read that. Whenever you need a little bit of help, you are not meant to do everything alone. We were not sent here from the other side to live alone and to do everything alone and to be all by ourselves. We were sent down here with a freaking spiritual entourage. Every single one of us has a guardian angel that's been with us since we were born and will continue to be with us until we pass away. And now this is a guardian angel that you have access to every single day. It's one on one. All right. And the same thing with your master spirit guide. Everybody has at least one spirit guide. So that means that you have at least two spiritual beings around you at all times. Now, we have to put in consideration maybe some other angels that are helping you out, like Archangel Michael, Archangel Raphael, Gabriel. You might also have some other specialty guides that are with you. And then you also might have your past loved ones. And then people come to me like, Heather, I don't really, I haven't really lost anybody. I'm not close to anybody. Doesn't mean that they're not with you because it could be your past loved ones, people that you know as past loved ones that are wanting to help you out, you know, because when you go to the other side, you actually see that you're part of the collective. So they want to be able to help you. And then you also have your ancestors. So your great, great grandmother who you never met. You did meet because you were on the other side. She knows what you want to have happen in this lifetime, and is probably inside of your space and helping you out. So you have a lot more people on the other side than I than you think you have. And it's really funny too because I'm starting to feel some of them come inside of my space right now, which is really freaking weird because I usually don't feel them this strongly. But just let me know if you have any experiences around this time that I'm talking about them because they are coming in very very strong and they are invested in you even though you don't know them. They know you. So. Definitely do that for balance. Balance too, you're going to have to have spiritual discernment as well, okay? So this is going to be the process of taking what you get and then really being like, okay, is this correct? Does this resonate with me? Because you're going to have to have a balance with in your spirituality because you can go off the cuckoo nest with spiritual stuff. And we've all seen it too. I have had people too that stop eating, like literally just like stop eating because they're going to live off of the fuel of God. And it's just like, You have to have a balance, okay? So I'm not trying to knock on anybody because I think everybody has their own spiritual path, but you have to honor your spiritual body, your human body, your human life. So you have to have both of these things. And that's the reason why I say intertwine them and then making sure that your spiritual side is more inside your human side, but then your spiritual side can actually take over and then people go like Looney Tunes. And the reason why I think that happens too is because they come ungrounded. So when you're more spiritual, your upper chakras, your upper energy centers are going really, really quick. But... At the same time, when those are really going really fast, then our lower chakras, which are connected more of here and earth, can be going slower. It's just imbalanced. So you need to ground yourself. You can do ground yourself by being outside in nature. You could do barefoot. You can wear grounding bracelets, do grounding exercises, going ahead doing grounding meditations and stuff like that. But I have to tell you, for people that are like you and me, who are really into like the spiritual woohoo stuff, we don't like grounding because grounding brings us back into our body and it kind of slows us down down. And a lot of us, we don't like the slowing down thing. We like the speeding up kind of thing. And so it can be a little bit more difficult, but just kind of keep that in the back of your mind. You do have to do both. So you do have a personal life that it's going to get tough, man. It's going to get stressed out. Sometimes I wonder why we came here, but the thing is, it's all in the way that you look at life. Because you can look at life as, you know, S H I T keeps on happening to me, or you could be like, hey, Maybe I'm like the book of Job where, you know, God just putting a whole bunch of crap on me because I am strong AF and I'm going to overcome this. And when I go over the other side, I am going to be like, whoa, I don't know what the hell that was. But I overcame it all and I came out like a freaking bright, shiny star. (laughs) Okay, so I definitely do that. I just noticed that in my experience, more people get caught up with the um, human life as opposed to the spiritual life, but try to intertwine those. Number one thing is going to be about mindfulness. You know, the next thing that I would suggest to you if you're having a hard time balancing it is that you're going to maybe have to put little alarms on your phone to check in to either ground or to connect, you know, um, maybe setting alarms to saying, hey, pray, you know, so pray all the time ask for that help okay um and then also do something that really makes you feel good spiritually all right so if you are going and you are just doing everything for the kids and everything for your your spouse and you're just getting pulled in all sorts of directions you know then once a month go to a workshop you know going ahead and doing something for you that's spiritually guided because it will make you feel so much better. And this could be anything from, you know, joining, you know, the academy to going ahead and practicing on Facebook groups. Or it could be just getting some Reiki done or pranic healing done or getting your birth chart read. So definitely do that. Okay. So when you have to make decisions too, don't just make decisions from a logical standpoint. Pull those cards, you know, look at your birth chart. Is that a good idea right now for you? Look at where the moon and the stars are if you're guided towards that and being like, okay, yeah, I think it is a good time for me to invest into this or to make that decision. Okay. So let's go on to number four, which is loneliness. So you can feel really lonely. You can feel outcasted. And especially if you're going down your spiritual path, but I have to tell you so many people that I know are the black sheeps of the family. They're already outcasted. So it's like, you're not going to feel any worse. Are you? <laughs> well, sometimes you do because what ends up happening is that you grow apart from more of those people that don't feel and end. And i not the same way as you. And then all of a sudden you might start being interested in other things that they are no longer interested in. And I remember when I first start, started getting out of gossip. Okay. So me and my sister would gossip all the time, like, like about people. Yeah. But mostly about celebrities. And then we would get all those celebrity tabloid magazines and we call them smut magazines. And then we would like, you know, send them back and forth to each other. And we'd talk crap or whatever like that about all these celebrities. It was a big thing. And I don't know if it was her or me. I think that it was me where I started getting out of that. I got, I got out of gossiping and stuff. And then for a while there, it was like me and my sister's relationship kind fell flat because we weren't interested in the same things anymore. And I was just going off and I wasn't really interested in any of that stuff anymore. And, you know, maybe even for a while there, we weren't as close. But the thing is, you always come back together and you can always find other things that you have in common. And it's like, yeah, you might lose some friends or you might lose some friends for a little while. You might have to retract from some people who are toxic and negativity in your life and then come back. I'm not saying my sister's toxic or negative at all. Okay. I was just saying around that time. And now she's like that too. She's like, oh my God, I can't believe we were even doing that. And I'm like, I know we're so different now. We're so spiritual. We grew up so much, you know? Um, But then you can also allow it to be an opportunity to grow closer. And so when I opened up spiritually, you know, my sister wasn't really on board as far as I know. She will always support me even though she doesn't believe in what I do. But what was really cool was after a while, she's like, man, when did the little sister become the big sister? And then she's like, wow, I can't believe like how insightful that you are and how much that you've changed. And I remember my sister being my cheerleader for me um, all throughout my life. And I'm actually getting really emotional, too, um, over this. So that tells me that, you know, it really meant a lot to me. But like my whole life, I have been um, just beat up on all the time growing up i had seven brothers and sisters and i was the one that got the worst end of freaking everything i'm telling you and then when i got in my young adult years i i don't think it could have been any worse i guess the only way it could have been worse is that i don't have any kind of physical um disabilities because of everything that happened. And also, you know, I got out of it. So I guess it could have been a little bit worse, you know, um, but it was so bad. And then all through all, all these years, as little baby, good things started happening for me. My sister was always there and she would be like, no one deserves it more than you, Heather. Nobody deserves it more. And I absolutely love that. She said that because for such a long time, I felt like the outcast, I felt lonely. I felt like I had nobody. I felt like I was always the one that's getting beat up on. And, you know, finally, once I started opening up, it's like, oh my God, I see this now because I kind of getting stuck in the dream. But now I'm not in the dream anymore. I know I am a co-creator with the universe. I know that I need to keep my thoughts and my actions focused on what I do want. And I also have to be open to receiving it, which was very, very difficult for me. But going back to the loneliness though, is that like also when nobody believes you and what you're saying about your experiences and what's happening to you. And that's the reason why you got to be around those good people. All right. So I, I literally just told somebody something the other day about like a paranormal experience I had. And there's no doubt in my mind this is a paranormal experience. Right. But they went ahead and they were just discounting it. And they're like, Oh, Heather, it's because of this. And it's because of that and blah, blah, blah. blah and this is easy. And I'm just like, Oh my God. You're totally missing the point. And it's like, okay, I guess you had to be there. And that's the reason why I don't really talk to skeptics. And I really don't have anything to do with them. Because it's like they're going to be in their own mind until something happens within their experience that they are finally noticing it for themselves. But I understand that. And I understand where nobody feels the way that you feel. And... I remember too, like going over to people's houses who didn't believe in things that I believed in and knew about me. And I would be like to my husband, like you need to stand up for me because I'm not strong enough yet in my spirituality to stand up and they're going to beat me up and they're going to say bad things about me and they're going to do this and they're going to make me feel really bad and I can't handle it. And so I would always just feel outcasted. Like I'm the only one that understands and gets this and I'm right there with you. But that's the reason why I'm talking about the community. Is going to be number one. All right. So making sure you get some spiritual friends. You need those ASAP. Okay. You have me get some more. All right. And then just wherever you can find non-judgmental support. Stop talking about it. Going ahead, changing up the subject a little bit. And then also I want you to read books on being an empath and also being star seeds. Okay. Because that's going to help you figure out a little bit more about yourself and why you feel like you don't belong. Because a lot of empaths, a lot of star seeds, a lot of other sensitive spiritual beings feel like they're Outcasted, feel like they're just alone. And I think that by learning about them, you are going to feel like, okay, I am not alone. There's other people that feel and think just like me. And even if you don't want to get a community and you're like, hey, Heather, I don't have any time for friends, just surround yourself with podcasts with books, with movies, whatever you can do to make this your life, okay? Just make it to where you are kind of swimming in this stuff because it's going to make you feel supported. Even if you just start talking to your spirit guides and your angels, even though you can't hear them back, but just start that one conversation that way. Start talking them through signs, which is something that we're going to get into here in a minute, but just going back and forth, just knowing that you're not alone, and then just creating a spiritual world for yourself, whether or not you're the only one that's in it, okay? Okay. So let's go back to number five, which is spiritual overload. So you might be overwhelmed by experiences and the intensity of things that are happening in your spiritual world. You also may feel like you're in sensory overload and you also might feel emotional overwhelm. This was a huge one for me because I was like, are you kidding me? All this stuff is happening right now. Like I just remember like being in my room and it just spinning because I was trying to wrap my little human brain around what was happening because all of a sudden now I'm a psychic medium and apparently everybody can be a psychic medium everybody has these gifts even though they're not truly gifts and they're abilities and then the next thing you know my ex who was trying to kill me and murder me is now one of my guides and he wants you know to help me out like why in the world would I want to have his, his freaking help you know he made my life Freaking hell. So I remember thinking about all of this and just being like, wow. And then on top of this, my grandmother is around me who has a freaking angel. And apparently I'm supposed to be asking the angel to help me with things, but I don't know what the F to have this angel help me with. Like, can I get like an intern angel? Like, you know, can the angel go take a break or something? Because I feel weird walking around with a freaking angel on my tail, you know, like as a freaking butler. <laughs> please tell me I'm not the only one that felt this way because I was just like completely overwhelmed I remember the first time someone said I had an angel with me and I needed to ask them you know ask them to do things for me whatever and I just remember thinking like oh my god this is really awkward like I'm in the backseat of this car and apparently there's an angel sitting right next to me and he's just like twiddling his thumbs because I haven't put him to work (laughs) and so I wonder if you feel that exact same way And so this is all normal because a lot of times we have waited so long to either embrace our abilities or to go down our spiritual path that a lot of times it just opens up like a can of whoop ass, to be honest, you know, like if so, maybe I was in my thirties, but some people don't open up to their fifties, to their sixties, or even beyond seventies. And then all of a sudden it's like, you have all that spiritual, like energy just built up and all these people that want to talk to you and they want to help you out and they want to do all these things. And the next thing you know, that you are spinning in your room like what in the world is going on because you have had so many of these experiences and it's also so intense. And then also you don't know what to do because you've never dealt with anything like this before, but I'm going to help you out <laughs> just a little bit. So the first thing I'm going to say, yeah, obviously talk to your community about it. Talk to your friend about it, right? You definitely need someone to help you out with the sounding board. You need someone to keep you grounded and even just somebody to talk to about it and just to say, Hey, this is my experience that I'm having." going ahead and documenting it, releasing this out in automatic writing where you just write everything that you are getting is going to help you out so much. It's going to get all that emotion that you have surrounding this out on paper, which is gonna help move that energy along. Because the thing that you don't wanna do is to keep that energy static, especially if there's a lot of energy, because then that that static energy can get into your body and then it can create issues. And we don't wanna have that happen, okay? So doing that and then also... A lot of self-care, but it has to be self-care for the body, all right? Because we really want to make sure that you are doing things that take care of your body, which is your vessel because your your vessel is becoming overstimulated because there has been so much and this overwhelm. And you might feel a lot in your head, but I'm telling you, if you feel it in your head, you feel it in other places in your body too, whether you realize it or not. And so I do have the body care journal that I release in the Spiritual AF Library, which is free. I'll put it down below. Look underneath the empath empowerment section. That's where it is. And then you can go ahead and you can just help out your body because it's going to help you have a little bit of that balance like we talked about earlier, where sometimes your spiritual side can get a little bit more, you know, crazier than your physical side. And that body care journal will help bring it back down to earth just a little bit. All right, making sure that you are grounding yourself, kind of like what we talked about a little bit before spiritual overload. This is really big because your chakras, your third eye chakra, which is right there in the middle of like your forehead, so to speak, between your eyebrows, that is going to go crazy, okay, when you start wakening up. And so we definitely need to make sure that we balance it out with our lower chakras. So this is where you're going to have to be doing, you know, more earth stuff, more things of this world. When I do a whole bunch of readings in a day, the very number one thing that I love to do is watch action movies. Like I need, I don't know, Fast and the Furious, you know, I need something with like Liam Neeson in it. Like I need almost like shoot 'em up movies, car chases. Like I need all that because I need to come back down to earth. The last thing that I want to do is sit there and now watch another spiritual show. Cause I feel like I'm going to go out of my freaking mind. Okay. And I have actually done that a couple of times. Like I have done reading so much back to back to back to back where it's like, I've had to stop in the middle of reading and ground because if not, I felt like my whole entire soul was going to lift outside of my body. So we don't want you to have that happen. If you want to, this is like something that I think is really good for everybody to do. And that is take a grounding bracelet. So any kind of bracelet, well, any bracelet will do, but if you have one with the beads or like the crystals on it are for grounding, like maybe some hematite um, would actually be really good. You can go ahead and put that on your ankle. And then it's always a reminder to bring your focus down into the present, down into your body, especially for somebody like me who likes to like daydream a lot and things like that. Nope. We got to get you back into your body and that's going to help out your spiritual overwhelm also another thing that's going to help out with spiritual overwhelm is going to be telling your angels your spirit guides your past loved one okay you got to back off you got to back off this is a little bit too much for me you are always 100 in control being like okay i just need a little bit of time i can't do this right now like you just need to shush and you have every right to do that. And they will. But I just have to tell you, they're just very excited when you're first starting out. And you're noticing the synchronicities and the signs and stuff like that, which we're about to talk about. But they want to be there. But you can tell them, hey, buddy, back up. <laughs> okay, let's go on to the number six and the final challenge that you might have on your spiritual path and that is navigating signs and the synchronicities this is like a huge one okay because oh my god the signs are confusing those are ambiguous you know i'm not sure how to interpret these signs like what in the world are they telling me and then you start getting in your own mind and then all of a sudden it's like you're just kind of obsessed with it like i don't know i don't even know and it becomes overwhelming okay so been there, done that, girlfriend, for sure. Okay, so the first thing is, is the solution is going to be mindfulness, number one, right? Just kind of chilling, being mindful, being aware. Just because you're getting so many signs and sicknesses does not mean that you have to act on it. It doesn't mean really anything, okay? Just kind of chill, be in the moment. And then what you're going to do is you are going to set time aside, to try and figure out what the signs are telling you. So you can go ahead and write them down, try to journal it out. A lot of times we try to think so much in our mind, but it's almost like our mind just, it kind of has like these cobwebs in them and it can send us back and forth. But when we write, it's a little bit more linear as opposed to just keep on thinking. So you need to get some of that emotions out. And if you're very confused by these signs, then you can go ahead and journal them out, journal them out, journal them out. And then what I want you to journal is actually what you think. Like, hey, why are you sending me, you know, all these freaking signs. And I'm so confused because I was really needing help on X, Y, and Z, but then I got this and then just keep on going. Because what's going to happen is that spirit's going to kind of take over a little bit, not in a freaky way, right? But they're going to put impressions on you on what to write. And then before you know it, you might actually have your answer. Now, another way to navigate these signs and things like that is to have clear signs for each person that is helping you on the other side. So you can go ahead and be like, okay, my angel is going to be assigned this number. My spirit guide is going to be assigned that number. And, you know, my past loved one's going to be assigned to this or that. You can do numbers. You can do animals and things like that. So at least you will have a clear cut way of knowing, okay, at least this is who is speaking to me. Now, that might not be important to you. You just might be like, hey, I just want to know what they're trying to tell me that's when journaling and meditating is really good and help you try and figure out what that means now you can go ahead and do your angel numbers and look them up and stuff like that but always come back to what it means to you because they're talking to you specifically so you might have bias within those numbers or you might have bias within those um animals that you're seeing so for example if i see a spider It might mean something completely different to me than to you because maybe I have a fear of spiders and they freak me out. So it's going to be a little bit more different with how I interpret that sign as opposed to yours. So don't look into the signs too much, but I want you to go ahead and at least maybe assign some numbers or some signs from certain people. And then I want you to go ahead and be like, okay, does this sign, this symbol, whatever, mean anything specific to me? And now the very third thing that you have to do and it's the most important thing you have to do is you have to trust that it is from spirit, that it is from your past loved one because the more that you trust that it is from them, then guess what? The more they are going to be sending you signs because they're gonna be like, she gets it, she gets it, yes. And then they're gonna keep on going with it. And so I thought that that would just like help you out a little bit. You have to let go of perfectionism and you have to let go of thinking that like you need to know everything and stuff like that. It sucks. The spiritual realm sometimes really, really sucks because they have to be ambiguous. It's like, why don't you just come out and freaking say it? And the reason why is because we came down here with amnesia on purpose. And so if they were too out there and too like, yeah, this is exactly what it is, right? It would ruin the little punch that it has. So it has to remain a little bit mysterious. Is it annoying? Yeah, it really is. But apparently that's what we freaking signed up for. So, we have to be okay with this little bit of this unknowingness. And just because it's coming up, I'm going to tell you this too like with license plate, take what resonates and leave what doesn't so if you are like going down the road and you see this license plate and it's like oh my god those are my mom's numbers but the first three letters don't make any sense then who cares about the first three letters do you know how hard it is sometimes for our spirit guides and our past loved ones to freaking send us freaking signs and now here we are like dissecting them with a fine-tooth comb (laughs) like that would drive them crazy imagine you if you were one of your own past loved ones wouldn't that drive you freaking crazy They're like, oh my God, like I got that number right there. You know, if it doesn't resonate with you, then it doesn't. But if it does, then keep it. You know, that is like, honestly, that is like the number one rule slash law of spirituality. And I freaking love it because that law basically states that you are a unique human or spiritual being, right? Spiritual being human having a unique experience. So your thing is not necessarily supposed to be the same as anybody else's. So I just think that is like awesome sauce for you. So you go ahead, you take what doesn't, you have every single right. Because here's one more thing is that down the road, it actually may make sense. It, you just might not be able to grasp that concept now but then you go back and you listen to it later on and you're like, oh my God, that is it. Yes, because you are in one part of your journey then, but now you're in a different part. And then don't beat yourself up either because that means that you had made progress, that you went down this road. So good for you, freaking big kudos to you. All right. So I hope that you loved, 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 loved this episode. I hope that it gave you a lot of insight for some of the challenges that you are facing. And you know what? If you are wanting a little bit more, maybe a little bit more of the personal questions answered um, or questions about development and things like that, then definitely check out the Spiritual AF Academy and Academy members. I hope that you are excited because this Sunday is going to be office hours. So, office hours is where we get together and we talk about all. All the development we don't actually connect we're just talking about the connection process and we ask spiritual questions and it's always a great time we get to know each other and then we also get to share stories with one another um and maybe some you know cool things that have happened so cool experiences and stuff like that and it really helps us bond so that when we are doing connecting and stuff like that it's like we just feel so much closer it's like we're just like a little family so shout out to all of my spiritual af academy peeps love you guys and i will see you on sunday Thanks for tuning in to the Spiritual AF Life podcast. You'll find all the links to resources and more in the show notes. Make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss out on the incredible episodes that are coming up.